0: All right, welcome everybody to the Sports Biz Pod. Today is Friday, April 24th, 2020. We're going on almost 30 days in quarantine, I think. Uh, So we're getting through this, but this is the Sports Biz Rundown, where every Friday we send a newsletter that recaps the top Sports Biz news, events, careers, podcast opportunities and we bring it to you very concisely and we put this on a a podcast format so we try to bring on special guests that have unique perspectives and unique experiences and for this week we're able to bring on Carl Bostick, and he's the Senior Manager for Digital Sports Strategy, Sports Digital Strategy at Rock Nation, has some experience at Bleacher Report, at Boeing, at University of Pennsylvania. So very well, very well versed into sports and athletes and entertainment and digital. So, uh, Carl, thank you so much for uh, coming on the episode today. Thanks, thank you, thanks for having me, Nick. Man, how's how's, how are you holding up? Where where are you in the world for uh, for all the listeners? Yeah.
1: I'm in, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn right now. Uh, I know like the epicenter of the pandemic is New York, uh, according to the media. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, from what I've seen, people are really staying safe. People are out on the streets. You know, everyone has their masks and stuff. I'm doing the same, you know, practicing social distancing. So I, I'm very optimistic that we'll get out of this thing very soon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree as well. I'm I'm in Brooklyn as well there is a large stigma with people that aren't in new york and what it's like here it's definitely not great but you know i think uh we don't want to overreact i think people are being really smart so you know we're just continuing to do the right things and hopefully you know and just get back on course so um so i appreciate that that intro but could you give uh your quick like background story you know you're at you're at rock rock nation now what do you do in that role or you know how did you get to where you are
1: yeah absolutely man so uh so for right now i work backwards so right now i'm at rock nation sports digital content strategy uh essentially always on storytelling, right? Uh, Every athlete is their own brand. They have a personal narrative and opportunity to to tell that story and get people to become more invested in who they are on and off the field. And my job is to kind of think about the best ways to articulate that, whether, you know, it's draft night, you know, last night for a few of our guys capturing those heartwarming moments to understanding, you know, their passions off the field, whether it's, you know, animal shelters, giving back to the community, uh, health and fitness, maybe it's about, like their love for their children, trying to just take those different sound bites and highlight them in ways that are truly impactful and kind of cut through the clutter and paint them in a picture that might be a little bit different than, the, than fans already perceive them to be. Um, before that, I worked at Bleach Report where i did integrated strategy there it was more of on the brand side working with brands to kind of build out their sports strategy so it was like hey bleach report where we want to be in sports but we don't know how how do we align with you know relevant narratives, up and coming players to kind of help get what we're trying to get across, whether it's pushing the product, the sale, whatever, in a way that's not too intrusive of the uh, sports experience, right? Um, so that was, that was really fun. And then before that, uh, working at University of Pennsylvania in their athletics department is kind of where I really started, you know, my roots, I guess, in, in sports marketing, where I was an intern, um, you know, just helping with the various uh, programs that were happening on campus so
0: that's amazing yeah and um seems like you're staying on top of the trend and, and you're very well connected to what you're doing you're doing the right things and you know, happy to support what you know what you're doing next and you know how you continue to build so appreciate that intro and um we'll kind of jump right into it where we cover the top sports of news stories so um, each week we try to highlight very concise news that kind of gives you a very high level overview and and um you know starting with the nfl draft where We were talking about that before this, but the NFL draft, they did their first ever 100% fully remote and digital live draft. Sometimes you'll see, you know, athletes sitting in their living rooms with their families because they don't want to be part of that festivities. And that's why they're, I think, so adaptable to be able to pull this off. But you know, you watched the draft. What were your thoughts just from an overall production standpoint? And I know you have some, you know, opinions and perspectives on, you know, who got drafted too. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, first off, hats off to NFL um, and all the partners that, you know, to, to see a production of that magnitude given this current climate that we're in. Um, I know it took hundreds of man hours, a lot of, you know, uh, strategic thinking and troubleshooting. I'm sure things didn't go right on the back end. But from the viewer experience, I feel like it went as well as it could have. You know, pics came in in a timely manner. The feed didn't cut out. You know, there weren't too many moments where people were uh, muted and we couldn't hear their, their commentary and feedback. And it seemed pretty seamless as they cut from living room to living room to studio to home office, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, that being said, uh, as the fan that I am, um, I'm a no-frills kind of football fan or just give me the news. I do think that, you know, we probably could have just did a Twitter feed and just, like, run through pics because at the end of the day, when you're looking at uh, – we were briefly talking about Roger Goodell trying to interact with fans via the video wall, and he's, like, trying to talk at the screen, but it's not really a two-way conversation – and then, you know, you have the analysts in the studio that are kind of providing like, oh, now we're checking in on Roger Goodell, interacting with the fans. And then there's the delay. And he's like, come on, fans, you can do harder than that. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love the effort, like eight plus. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, guys, we're just here to see, you know, who's going to what teams. Definitely want to capture the moments at home with the friends and family of the players getting drafted. But, uh... I think a lot of it could have just been done with like tweet of the pick, a reaction video from the player and and we could have got through this like it probably could have been the fastest first round in
0: history. Yeah. Um
1: but understand there's brand partners and things involved, but that's just my my POV.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh it's a good perspective where, you know, it was efficient, it did work. There weren't really any difficulties where like seems like most zoom calls people are struggling to find where's the password and that stuff so they didn't have any of that technical difficulties um but yeah it was kind of corny in in a way sometimes with the fans um clearly the fans are very vocal towards roger goodell um once he comes onto the stage so it's kind of you know trying to reenact that same tradition um but you know i think out of all the entertainment that that sports fans have been kind of uh Pulled away from this is really the only entertainment that we've seen probably the past month that's been like, you know, legitimate, straight on where the NBA players, they'll play each other in 2k. That's really cool to see, but there's nothing like an official entertainment. So this was the first thing we got, which was yesterday. And, um, you know, we'll see how this continues for the entire draft. but Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like our our first uh, foray back into live sports content, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. to not have it for so long. It it was great to see. Uh, But to your point, over the next few days, it's going to be very interesting to see whether, you know, like when they do a recap. The viewership taper off like it typically does, even when it is live. Day two, day three, people start to just check on their phones. Or now, because we're quarantined, is this going to be the most watched day two, day three of all time? Like, <laughs> that's a good you, point. You know, yeah. Uh, so, so I think it's going to be very interesting uh, when they run the numbers and we and we look at how all this performed.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point, and um, and even to NFL's point, they're staying pretty calm and confident where. The season might not happen. That That is a possibility. But they are continuing to be, like, put on a co- uh, positive, optimistic, you know, face of, hey, we're still doing this. Meanwhile, you have the XFL, you know, a very interesting league that, you know, they had to get furloughed. So it's difficult where hopefully the season does happen. Hopefully there are, no, there are glitches. Um, you know, my prediction is that there's going to be something that's going to be different. There's not going to be a, a, the same NFL season that we've seen in the past. But um, another thing we try to do each week is just – Try to provide a, a realistic timeline of like when real sporting events will be back um that kind of segues to the next article where um the pga tour is looking to be the first major sport to return back to action uh where they're going to uh return the links on june 8th for the charles schwab challenge so something with that even if uh you know not everybody's a golf fan but um realistically if you look at all the sports golf is probably the only sport that you could go an entire match without any contact or social distancing and if you have you could have fans into the golf course and strict a very social distancing so that's possible the golfers they could even go throughout the whole round without touching anybody else so um from an actual sport perspective this is the most optimistic one to, to realistically pull that off so you know, any any thoughts on this no, nah, man, I, I think that we're hearing about it from a, a multitude of different angles, right?
1: We're hearing about golf. I, I read some articles that uh, Bundesliga and, and soccer is returning to training. I, I read some articles about, you know, uh, MLB finalizing their plan to move everybody to Arizona, you know, and kind of quarantine the entire league in one state to, to play the season. Um, I, I think it's interesting. Uh I, I don't know, though. I don't know what needs to happen for, for sports to come back. Like, I, I really don't. Whether it's a vaccine that needs to be created, whether everyone needs to get tested. Like, do they test the entire play, like, every player of every team? And, like, you have to pass that test before you're allowed to go back to the facility? And then at that point, like, does everyone need to just stay at the facilities for the foreseeable future? So that we know that you know we tested you, you're yeah. clear, and now you can practice. But you can't leave here because we don't know who you're going to be around when you leave. Yeah, like it's I tough. don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's nobody crazy. has the
0: answer, and, and um, it's you know people are trying to be the trailblazer and be like this is how it's done. You see UFC try to pull it off, then the ESPN said we can't do that. Um, so no one has been able to be the trailblazer yet. Um, so there's no protocol. That has been proven to work. So we're just constantly going to have to test and innovate to see what's the safest and most realistic. Whether it's no fans, some fans, um, h- however we put it together. But um, it's very interesting to follow that along. But um, what we'll kind of segue? You know, back to a little bit of more NFL news, where um, NFL has probably been one of the le- one league that has not been really. It's been uninterrupted with their uh, content and news, whether it's their free agency, the NFL draft. And then some other announcements, so um, you have Lamar Jackson, he he was uh, announced to be on the cover of Madden, Um, had a Hall of Fame, you know, um, know, MVP season, I'm a big Ravens fan, you know, obviously didn't finish in the playoffs, but um, something like this where it's cool to see the, you know, the Madden cover come out, hopefully the Madden curse doesn't happen with Lamar, but um I don't know if you, if you're able to check out the cover or, or thoughts on Lamar and kind of what he's doing for for, um, nah,
1: hats complete like hats off. Ugh. If I had a haircut, I take my hat <laughs> off, but, uh, hats off to Lamar. I mean, uh, amazing season, definitely uh, well-deserved. I don't think it was much of a surprise for anybody to see that he, you know, was the cover athlete for, for the upcoming, uh, edition of Madden. Um, so from that end, I, I once again, no shock. Uh, I do think though that they they may have missed a bit in their in their unveil, given the fact that everyone is stuck at home. Like I don't know, I feel like there could have been like a movie trailer that they created for this that like hyped this up a little bit more, just because like everyone's at home, we have a little bit more time and resources, and it's it's more of a news headline now that sports isn't a thing right now, live sports at least. So. I do think that there could have been an opportunity to create some like over the top theatric feature uh, yeah. displaying this uh, to kind of just get, uh, you know, way more earned media and people talking about it. But at the end of the day, like you ask a hundred football fans, who's going to be in the cover of Madden. I'm pretty sure 99 yeah. is going to do. We already knew. So it wasn't like a shock. Uh, like they, that one year they had Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Hey, I love Peyton Hillis, wherever he's at, he's watching this. Yeah, Great guy. Hope you're doing well, uh, Peyton. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's my only thoughts on that, though. So, yeah, again, well-deserved.
0: It's going to be unique because now more than ever, people will probably be more inclined to play Madden, uh, given the downtime and people are starting to stream more. So, um, it, it's like, how do you, how do you come up with unique drops, whether it's a sneaker, whether it's a video game, something like that. You can't put on in-person events to be experiential. So how do you be experiential for your customers while they're at home? So it's a tricky, um, you know, plan to figure out. But you know, um, it's definitely poised for other, you know, video games or other certain products that people want to see dropped in a, a unique way. So yeah.
1: I mean, and and I think that that's an interesting segue to the other thing in the newsletter. We're talking about unique drops and experiences with the Travis Scott. I don't want to steal your thunder. Yeah. Uh, but but I think. Uh, do you want me to say? Do you do you want to? T- 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 yeah, up? yeah.
0: Keep keep flowing with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, for most people, if you d- didn't know, uh, listening and watching, like Travis Scott uh, did a concert in Fortnite last night, and I think from what I've seen, it was it was epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the entire concept, what went into it, and the overall uh, performance of it. I think like sixteen million people or so.
0: Point three million uh, concurrent. Fortnite players participated, which uh, yeah. Marshmello was the second. He was leading the um, the charge with how many people, and he had 10.7 live fans engaged partying in his concert. So, um, yeah, they, he he broke a record for Fortnite. Yeah, and and I think like I don't know. Do you
1: have a Lamar Jackson drop in on Fortnite? Like, could that have been like some epic, you know, thing yeah. where you know he's like. Just killing it and just like flashing everywhere, running, jumping over buildings and stuff, like especially yeah. in, in an un- unannounced way. We're like, yo, did you see that get on Fortnite right now? Lamar Jackson is just like literally running through buildings on Fortnite. Like <laughs> with Travis Scott, yeah, exactly with Travis Scott. I think that could have been a very interesting way to partner in an Dude, unexpected NFL way. NFL has a
0: partnership with Fortnite to, to produce skins, I believe, for, for, for users to buy. So that's probably feasible to actually pull that off. Exactly. Right.
1: So, I mean, that's why I need to hire people like you, man, like we're, you know, that can bring that level of thinking. Not to say that, you know, people at EA, I have a good friend over there right now that's on the Madden team and he's crushing it. Uh, but, you know, it, I think now more than ever, it, we need to think a little bit differently about how we're going about doing things only because the opportunities are so vast. Right. Like we don't have to worry about scheduling conflicts or time because you're not going anywhere. You know, so like we can we can spend a little bit extra time thinking about things and being a little bit more strategic in the bigger, uh, flashier ideas, um, because you know, it. Travis Scott is a perfect example of when you when you do put that time and effort into to something big and, and attention to detail, the dividends are always gonna you know be in your favor
0: yeah yeah and, and it sounds like this happened last night so there was like a party that they put on digitally um and uh it's, it's it's unique to see because yeah you can watch sports online but it's stuff where people are kind of like going a little bit stir crazy at home and they want to be out at kind of like a bar or a club and be social so it's like this is somewhat filling the void but um, you know i mean they clearly had a packed house and it was it was really a, you know was a party i guess for Fortnite, but um you know interesting to see where you know how other entertainers and video games kind of collab on this. Um, But, you know, transitioning to another article, kind of speaking of a party where um, in Tampa Bay, um, it looks like things got a little bit more interesting where we had Rob Gronkowski come out of retirement, was traded by the Patriots uh, to Tampa Bay to play alongside Tom Brady pending a physical. Uh, But something like that, you know, it's been cool to see, you know, Gronk play in the league for the Patriots and then, you know, have a historic career, and then now coming out to play with Tom again, and and uh, I think that the chances of Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl have significantly increased. Uh, but you know, following that news, what are your thoughts on that or or uh, anything? I
1: mean, if you're gonna come out of retirement to play with anybody, Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's probably gonna be Tom Brady or maybe Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Maybe I would come out of a time and play with Lamar Jackson, too. So Steve yeah. Smith, if you're watching, uh, I know you're Panthers legend. But like if you want to come out and play with, <laughs> play with hey, Lamar Jackson, I'd love to see that as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think for, for the Buccaneers, uh, this had to be in the works for a while. You know, um, I don't think this happened overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes a lot of sense. You know, the, the, the quote that's been going around from Rob Gronkowski is like, I'll never catch the ball from another quarterback other than Tom Brady. And he's staying yeah. true to his word here. Um, that being said, I think they, you know, years ago or two, or three years ago now, he was like, hey, I just need to take some time to, to, to get my body right. I just had a lot of injuries and stuff. And Tom was just like, yo, take your time. I'm going to be here. And when you feel right, hit me up, and then we'll make it do what it do. And and they did, you know. So it's going to be a beautiful thing. I I don't know if I'm calling them championship contenders immediately. I think their defense is very solid. I think having Tom Brady is the ultimate X factor. But, like, let's not forget the Titans ran through, you know, a a very solid Patriots team, a, a very veteran Patriots team. Um, and now you're Tom Brady is essentially I don't want to call him Adam Sandler in uh, the longest yard but like it's a lot of guys who haven't necessarily been there before and that process I think is often overlooked of getting the younger guys on board and understanding what it takes on a daily basis to be successful um that that takes time even if we look back to like you know, basketball with the heat, you know, I'm a big Dwayne Wade fan. And when we got LeBron, we got Chris Bosh, like everybody was hype that first year losing to the Mavericks. Like, you know, it takes time. It does. So but I, and I don't know if Tom Brady and Gronk have time. <laughs> so like, maybe, maybe a year, maybe two. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I, it's a great move. I'm also a fan of OJ Howard. I'm an Alabama football fan. So, uh, I'm interested to see what happens there. They also have what Cameron Brait, uh, so Mike it's kind of getting crowded. But yeah. from what I hear, they're going to use Gronk as a wide receiver and, and less of a blocker uh, for, for mismatches. So I could see him coming in in that red zone area just to like score touchdowns and like moss people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, you know, if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, like a true fan. Um, you probably had the most exciting month where you've given, given all these gifts where like you had kind of tough, you know, team to follow the past like 20 years. I think they did have one Super Bowl champion a while ago. But, you know, tough seasons they've been keep watching and now they've just been giving amazing gifts and they have the Super Bowl next year. So, you know, I'm, I'm not too superstitious, but you have TV 12 playing at Tampa Bay. and yeah, it's, it's- Super Bowl 2021, I don't know, it's just some weird numbers going around. And no team has ever won the Super Bowl at home, and they potentially could do that this year, and they have a lot of weapons, they have a lot of cachet. So um, we'll see how that plays out, but that's, uh, you know, big breaking news to kind of see how that that duo plays out. Um, Last article we're covering is kind of uh, international news, but kind of providing, you know, some context on, like, how how are we going to get back to normal where a Danish club – they plan to erect big screens in a park in a stadium of a lot. Of I did see that. Them, uh, to enter the ground, listen to commentary through car radio. So, essentially, it's like a drive-in movie theater uh, for all the soccer, football, crazy fans to kind of sit there, parks, and listen. So,
1: Yeah. I, I mean, my thoughts are, is like, you know, hat tip to, to ingenuity and, you know, trying to be different. Like, I get it. I'm not with it like you know uh, I feel like this segment should be you know thumbs up thumbs down I'm giving that a thumbs down uh, because like I think the beauty of uh, the drive-in movie theater is because that that was like a, a consumer behavior for a long time that was a thing Right. And the reason why some of them currently exist is because it's nostalgic. People like I remember when I was a little boy and my dad used to take me and we went and saw this movie together. Da, da, da. It's like it's a thing because it takes you back to a time that isn't as prominent now. Now you're trying to take that thing that was I don't even know if in you know Danish culture that was even a thing. And now you're trying to reinstitute it as like, hey, guys. Now you're going to pay to get closer to the game, but not actually see the game, but you can hear the game. Yeah. Like, I think from a sporting perspective, there's, there's two buckets. Either I'm watching it from the comfort of my house, or I'm going to be uncomfortable in weather the elements in the stadium and watch it live. I'm not going to pay to come drive to the stadium yeah. to hear the game when I can watch it on my 40-inch flat screen in my den with popcorn and drinks and beer and with friends you yeah. know like i i don't see people hopping up you know in, in their you know honda in their toyota prius just yeah. sitting there together li- it's listening it's a car
0: radio so it's like you're tuning to a certain frequency it's a little bit a little bit old school but you know like it's a different culture as well with like how they consume sports so for all we know that could be a huge fan favorite and they're all like driving Absolutely. their cars honking and they're like, we don't need to touch anything. It could work. But, you know, that's something they're trying and, you know, kind of lasting to recap on these attempts to like bring back sports. It looks like a Japanese baseball club is doing the first, you know, trial run at no fans and heavily monitored. So we'll see, you know, people are, trying different things and you know we can judge them or we can see what works so we'll see what happens it seems a little bit old school but it could fit with their local kind of tight knit community that has probably been a big fan of theirs so
1: absolutely i think just in the day of age of social distancing like if it's a software or social distancing like a lot of fans that come to the stadium stay in your cars we'll put up screens you can listen to the thing yeah yada 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 like i get it as a soft for that as a thing period i'm, I'm out on that i'm out
0: yeah, yeah and for those reasons i am out <laughs> <laughs> it's like a vote we should, we should get that uh i like that feature but um uh, uh so yeah that kind of co- covers all the top news that happened this week we'll kind of speed fire um, through the rest of the newsletter but through the uh, sports news podcast we uh we release two episodes per week so on friday a rundown tuesday we released an episode during a. uh a live event that we put on before events were legal uh, in New York, but uh, we put on an esports event. So we have the audio from, um, you know, uh, the athlete platform event series. So we'll do that. Uh, have some awesome episodes coming up um, the upcoming weeks too. So stay tuned for that. For sports biz events, we uh, made a huge announcement that we're kind of unveiled this 16 seed bracket where startup founders are going to debate head-to-head in a remote live stream pitch competition. We're going to have professional athletes we're going to have venture capitalists be judges it's going to be live we for raising money for a charity um that's something that you, you know i appreciate your support on that carl and
1: um, absolutely
0: we're locking in the dates locking in the logistics this week and now we're just getting as many people involved so please reach out if there's any ways we can collaborate for a good cause it's going to create uh, amazing deal flow for investors and startups and it should be really entertaining for, for the people that watch so stay tuned for that and then finally, wrapping up with sports business careers, we have um, all the, the career openings that we've tracked on LinkedIn that are most recent. So we want to try to provide resources. We know it's difficult time to people, difficult job market. We're trying to be on the source of what are some new job openings. So we have the Charlotte Hornets uh, looking for a box office representative. Um, and then we have downstream looking for a sports sales representative. Those are two entry-level jobs. Mid-level jobs, we have the NBA 2K uh, or just 2K. They're looking for a global social media specialist uh, temp temp job. Uh, very cool burgeoning uh, um, company that is thriving right now under uh, everyone's quarantine and, and playing video games. So cyber coders is also looking for data science for sports analytics. So that's like a sports tech type of role, data science. And then finally, we have the senior level. We have uh, Finish Line. They're looking for a photo studio manager uh, for their sports department. And then Let's Play Soccer is looking for a general manager. So those are some of the careers we're just curating. We're going to be launching a career board um, eventually, but uh, those are some some top careers that we're having opening. But I think, thank you everyone for listening. And uh, before we leave, Carl, if, um, you know, if you have any kind of parting wisdom or kind of like a, something you would want to leave to people, whether it's advice or something positive that they can kind of think about
1: uh yeah man uh i I guess my only advice right now is for everybody listening and at home take this time to really um get your priorities together right for the rest of the year and and when i say that i don't mean it demeaning like what have you been doing with your life but like i think this is a nice time like oftentimes life is moving so fast we kind of like hey maybe you know you wanted to read more and you're like oh I'm, I have all these meetings I have these things that I, I I can't do that well like if reading is something that you are passionate about or really want to get back to or get in the habit of i think we have a like a, we have a unique time where we can kind of break down our goals and things that we want to accomplish before the end of the year and, and kind of map how how we can, you know, get there and be successful and achieve those things. So I just highly encourage people to spend 10, 15 minutes a day working on something that's going to ultimately bring you happiness and give you peace, uh, you know, during this time. Because I have a lot of friends that have been furloughed and and a lot of these situations, you know, are things that you just don't control, unfortunately. Um, So as far as being able to, you know, the things that you can control really like, Guys, let's, let's put effort and time into those things, because those things are going to get us through these tough times, because at the end of the day, tough times don't last, tough people do. Uh, so, you know, for everyone, I'm praying for you, praying for your families. So let's stay safe and let's beat this together.
0: It's amazing. So um, thank you so much, Carl, for coming on the pod and uh, everyone listening, go connect with them on LinkedIn or any other um, outlets. So uh, yeah, thank you again. Appreciate that uh, that feedback, that commentary, that advice, and uh, looking forward to continuing to collaborate with you.
1: Thank you, man.